John the Viking Mauser here with the Get Strong or Die podcast. Today my guest is Ode Haugen. How are you doing today? I'm doing very good, John. <clears throat> That's good to hear. Um, well, let's get this thing started. Uh, I wanted to first ask, um, I mean, you've done a little bit of everything uh, that, that I know of. Um, you've done bodybuilding, powerlifting, strongman, grip sport, moss wrestling. Um, I think you played football as well. Um, can you can you tell us how uh, all this got started and maybe like a, a timeline? Yeah, <laughs> it started a long time ago. I started uh, lifting weights when I was 10 years old or so I, I got interested in it, I don't know how, I probably saw a muscle magazine in a, in a news channel or something like that because there was no weights where I grew up. So my first weights I made out of birch, birch wood, I cut stumps and put handles in them and made dumbbells. And I started training that way and then eventually were able to buy some, some plates and had some bars made and so forth like that. So this was in my early teens and I, uh, uh, I was very dedicated to it and uh, you know, I did all kinds of things, including bending iron and, and uh, you know, anything that had to do with strength, I was interested in. Yeah. So uh, I did everything. <clears throat> when I uh, got a little older, like 16, I moved away from home and moved to a city where they had a gym and all the people were lifting weights. And uh, I started uh, immediately start competing in bodybuilding, uh, Olympic lifting, and also some powerlifting. This is back in the 60s. So uh, powerlifting was a brand new sport at the yeah. time. Um, so, you know, so that's my start, uh, and then, uh, I also kind of competed in some track and field, uh, uh, as I was growing up, uh, primarily in the weight events, and, uh, but in college, when I came to U.S. in college, I also ran a hundred and high jumped and stuff like that as well. Very cool. And, um... <clears throat> You uh you won some bodybuilding <clears throat> competitions, is that right? So you actually competed yeah, in bodybuilding. Yeah, I, I, I competed uh, as far as up as uh, Mr. World. Not that I, I wasn't anywhere close to winning that, but uh, I was only 18 when I competed in the world. But I won uh, junior Mr. Norway, junior I was uh, runner up in uh, Mr. Scandinavia, junior. I won the senior Mr. Norway. And I won some uh, titles here in the U.S., like uh, Mr. South Atlantic, oh, and uh, so forth. And um, how how did uh, powerlifting go? I know um, powerlifting was just getting started, so um, it was it was a, a unique time to be involved with that. How how was that? Yeah, I I think the first first national championship was in I won. That was in like when I was eighteen. When I was uh, nineteen twenty. I, 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 just before I came to America for to go to college, I, uh, I got second or third in powerlifting in the nationals. But that same year, I won the nationals in 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 uh, in weightlifting and in uh, and also in uh, bodybuilding. But uh, yeah, powerlifting was uh, brand new to all of us. I think we. I, I, uh, I, I have no idea what the numbers were even were, but we, you know, we squat and bench and deadlift was something we did as part of our training anyway. So we just jumped in and did it. Yeah. So, so you were doing bodybuilding, weightlifting, and powerlifting in the same year. Yeah. It's very cool. You don't also, see. Also, also made a final in the nationals in the finals at national and shot put in discus. 
Oh, wow. So all of us have the same time, yeah. Yeah, so um, you don't really see that kind of um, thing much anymore. People people seem to be uh, specializing in, in one thing, and, um, and, and I'm... I'm not a big fan of that. I, I like to do a bunch of different stuff. Um, can you just tell tell us a little bit about your thoughts on? Um, do you think it's beneficial to do more than one thing, uh, or or what are some of the pros and cons? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think it's important that people do multiple sports just as they grow up. At least uh, uh, maybe you had to specialize at some point. And uh, unfortunately, strongman sport were another round. Uh, that would have been an ideal for me. That was kind of a jack of all trades, and you know, strongman sport would have fit me much better, uh, since I could do all these different things in mm-hmm. one sport, right? So when I when I older, when I came back and started doing the strongman competition back then, when I was in my forties actually, and uh, that's when it started being there were competitions around, and um, at that point I just always try to resist other things because everybody wanted me to do uh, do Highland Games and rugby and all kinds of things. That I, was, I said, no, I'm going to start to keep focus for a change on a sport that has a, many multi, uh, has a multitude of discipline in it anyway. So I never tried Highland Games only because of that. I said, I don't want to do that because I, I want to focus on just doing strongman. I'm glad I did, but uh, I think you know there's a lot of great sports in there. Then, then we started a bit, uh, just a few years ago. Uh, I was introduced to moss wrestling, and uh, uh, I've done that, of course. <clears throat> Very cool. So, uh, in regards to moss wrestling, I definitely want to talk about that. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people hate it. <laughs> uh, there's there's a lot of people that like it. Um, can you can you tell me? Uh, you know, what are your thoughts, and and how have people? Um, at least on your end, how they've kind of been uh, receptive to it and taken to it. Well, well, people that you know, some people like to have man-on-man combat, and others don't. Uh, but they want to just uh, safely just wait and not have any contact, have this uh, man-on-man type competition. But uh, for my, a lot of us, there are kind of warrior has a warrior spirit. You will want to have the one-on-one contact, and we want to, you know, to, to fight. And in that sense, uh, moss wrestling is one of the best uh, best uh, combats because it's you know it, you know you don't hurt each other. You just uh, basically you beat the other guy and uh, and uh, and so forth. Uh, and the other part, uh, people that retract are basically people that are just in shape. You know, they, uh, you go in and do this and you get hurt. Yeah, of course you get hurt. It's like any weight if to go and run a forty yard dash is going to get hurt. Because, in a hamstring pull because it's an explosive exercise and that's so, so is moss wrestling. It's one of those things you got to be prepared, you got to be flexible, it takes, takes uh, flexibility, it takes strength, it takes uh, uh, some uh, strategy uh, and, uh, and uh, you know, not everybody is ready to do that type of thing. Yeah, I think, I think um, okay. you know, I agree. I think that when people get hurt in moss wrestling. Um, it's my belief that it is almost always just being ill prepared. They're just, they're just not prepared for it. And, and that could be, you know, that could be multiple things that could just be just, you know, not being strong or not being in shape or whatever. Um, but it could also mean just not getting on the board because I know that, um, 
you know, we have, uh, we've run a few Moss wrestling tournaments at the gym, uh, where I'm at here. And a lot of people are so scared of it. They, they're so scared of, of the sport that they won't train it. They just won't do it. And then they'll go to the competition and get on the board with somebody that has been training it. Yeah. And then they wonder why they got hurt. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it has to do with it. It's, it's an ego thing as well. Is that, you know, when you get beat, you get beat. Uh, you can, uh, you can uh, fake the ways, but you can't fake uh, whether you get or not. Right. But the thing is that people shouldn't be afraid of getting beaten because somebody may beat you today, but you can beat them tomorrow. It's not that, it's not that absolute. It's, you, know, you, have to learn how, you have to learn how to get better and uh, you do it. So, no, it's a, it's a, it's a great sport and uh, uh, we hope to keep growing it and uh, make it into a really, really uh, a great sport. We have 50 countries involved now, so it's a, it's a pretty big international sport and the international championship, you know, the, uh, this year is a World Cup year, so there's three World Cups. I think uh, we're not going to go to all three of them, but the U.S. team is going to go to the final in, uh, in Poland in uh, October, November, I don't remember what the dates are, but uh, hopefully I have a good team to go there. Uh, so there's an opportunity for a lot of people to, go, to compete. Uh, but, you know, the World Championship, that is totally, totally different from uh, I, uh, a lot of other championships. It's really formal, it's very, very uh, structured, uh, great, uh, great medals, and uh, even prize money in, uh, in, uh, in most of the weight classes, in mm-hmm. all the weight classes. Very cool. Yeah. Um, anytime you can, anytime you can win money doing this stuff, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is a huge amount of money, but it's uh, at least better than nothing, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> better than a plastic trophy, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, I got a bunch of those. I know how that is. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, if, uh, for some of the people listening, um, you know, they may not know, uh, how to train, for Moss wrestling. Um, if you, if you just had some real basic advice on, you know, maybe some drills to do or, or the kind of the mentality you have when you, when you're training it, um, could you just give us some of that information and maybe help, help some of these people out? Yeah. I, I think, it, you know, basic, uh, strongman training obviously is good for it because you need to be strong everywhere. You need to, you have a strong grip, you have a strong back, strong legs, strong, uh, you know, essentially everything, but you also have some agility, so you should, you, uh, should do some agility drills. You should uh, certainly focus on uh, being able to have good uh, good grip, primarily in holding, because there's a very, very good, as you know, a very good defensive technique. If you, hey, the other guy may be faster than you, and he may even be stronger, but if he doesn't have the grip, and you can uh, and you can defend against all his moves, mm-hmm. you, know, you may be able to beat him by just holding on longer. So. Uh, you know, so, so grip is very important. Uh, but I, I can't, the flexibility meaning stretching and also uh, also the agility drills uh, is important. And, you know, working, actually doing mass wrestling is probably as important as anything, which will also help you in other things, you know. I, I mean, a lot of people say, you know, hey, we do, start doing a lot of mass wrestling training, and then all of a sudden, their stone lifting got easier, everything got easier because you're lifting in a, you're pulling in a, in a, in a very different position mm-hmm. and it makes you, and obviously you have to pull 100% and more 
us in a static uh, position uh, with an object trying to move on you, and uh, it, it makes you very strong. Yeah, for sure. I've noticed um, <clears throat> when I'm actually training for the competitions, I notice <clears throat> a lot of uh, very unique strength comes from that, and uh, you get strong in like uh, unique positions and angles and things. And if nothing else, I think it really helps you if you get out of position with a normal lift, like let's say a deadlift or a stone, you know, sometimes a stone will move. It doesn't go the way you want it to. And Moss wrestling can really prepare you to be strong in those positions. If that stone gets out of whack and, um, or somebody else might get hurt, you, you could probably be okay. Let's talk about um, yeah. grip. So you're also in charge of uh, arm lifting USA. Um, you and a couple other guys um, are really uh, heading that up. Um, what do we have? Uh, well, first of all, tell me, tell me how you got that started. How did you, uh, what was the idea here? Well, we, we started this go way back. We started back in, uh, in the, you know, over 20 years ago. When I was promoting uh, strongman competitions in Hawaii, uh, professional competition called Beauty and the Beast, uh, and uh, and we came up with the idea that as part of a promotion, we start doing uh, the Rolling Thunder as a as a promotional event uh, before the before the event. We did it like like the night before, uh, usually in a sports bar or something like that, where we had the weigh-in and we had uh, people drill uh, drawing a lot and stuff like that, and introducing the athletes. And yeah, some of the best. Obviously, we had a number of the strongest guys in the world competing in it. Uh, usually, had multiple world strongest men winners in these competitions. So we started having. Uh, so we started understanding who had a good grip and so forth like that. And uh, so it started with that. Uh, you know, like I said, twenty years ago. And um, uh, as we, were, I started putting on more and more competitions, and we started doing the pit expos in LA. Uh, and, uh, and around the country as well, we started adding in uh, uh, more events, more uh, similar type of group events, uh, almost all from uh, Iron Mind, you know, the Rolling Thunder, the over double over axle, and, and using the grippers in a silver bullet hold and so forth like that. And uh, that thing uh, we did for, for a number of years. Then the Russians, back in, I think, 2010, uh, coined the word arm lifting and incorporating the same events and started having championships in Russia. And it's very, very, very popular. Uh, they, it kind of made it broader immediately. When we did the competition, it was almost always the very, just the best guys doing it. You know, you pretty, pretty much had to be world class to be able to even hang in the competitions. Uh, but uh, the Russians started doing a little more broad based with weight classes and uh, age groups and stuff like that. And, uh, I competed first time in Russia in 2013 and won a couple of championships. And uh, I think like in two, uh, a couple of years ago, 2017, uh, Clay, Edgen, uh, Ricardo and I were all three competing in the in the St. Petersburg in the APL World Championship. And uh, uh, said, you know, we need to start organizing this in the U.S. And, and in, in January of 2018, we started uh, uh, the Arm Lifting USA. And last year, 
2018, we had over 30 contests, Saxon, and I think we're on track to have as least many this year. Very cool. <clears throat> so, um, so this this goes back a while. Then, so this has been going on um, for a while. Uh, how many years have you had the um, ha- had uh, as arm lifting USA actually been around? Yeah, since, since, uh, only since uh, since uh, January of uh, of uh, 2018. 2018. Started, and, and and even though in the first year we had uh, uh, over 30 contests, thanks, and um, you know this year obviously we were on track of doing about the same amount of contests. But the great part was we went to the to the APL World Championships in Saint Petersburg. Uh, just a little more than a week ago, and we had um, 17 American competing uh, in multiple weight classes. I think we were about one third of them were women, and uh, the women really kicked us. Uh, our women uh, really showed that they could uh, they could uh, compete with the very very best. Very cool. And I think some of them even got, uh, really surprised themselves. You know, they came back with a number of goals. <clears throat> very cool. How many people uh, were at that event? all together from all the different countries, do you know? Uh, around 200, I think. Oh, yeah? Very cool. <clears throat> it was uh, about 10 countries. Nice. So we, we got, uh, we, we were in second place after Russia. Though I don't know how they counted it, because it seems like uh, for the first time ever being in Russia, they, they played the... Uh, the U.S. national anthem more often than the Russian, almost. Because we <laughs> obviously won 10 gold medals. And this was very formal, this looking for championship. So they were each, each event, each each class, they had a war ceremony and, and the national anthems. Oh, wow. And uh, what was so great about this one was, well, first of all, we our, our, our national anthem was played 10 times. Uh, Finland won a number of medals. Did well, they got third uh, overall. Uh, Russia, obviously, but uh, Belarus was another country, and Ukraine. Ukraine always traditionally been very strong, but uh, they were not as they not have a strong team as we we did this this time. <clears throat> very cool. That's awesome. I'm glad to hear it's growing. Um, so let's talk about uh, training for <clears throat> arm lifting and and grip and stuff. Um, <clears throat> I've read uh, that. Uh, a lot of the time when you're training for grip, so you're doing a lot of stuff where the grip is incorporated with other stuff that you're already doing. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. I, I can't say that I specifically train for arm lifting. I train to get strong, generally speaking. And in my case, uh, at my advanced age, I try to, I want to stay strong and I want to, and, and in many cases, I want to get stronger again in many things. So, uh, so I, I just try to just uh, to get stronger. But I incorporate uh, grip challenge in everything I do. I mean, practically probably the only thing I work out that doesn't have a grip challenge is probably squatting, <laughs> where the bar is on my back or on my front. But if I, uh, but uh, but even in a squat workout, I have other events like you know you're doing uh, hamstring stuff. I will be using either like a Saxon bar or, uh, or an axle or some other, or, or even the inch dumbbells to uh, deadlifts with those for hamstring. Mm-hmm. So I always incorporate it. Uh, during pulley work, I use 
use uh, maybe different handles that I can uh, that will challenge my grip. So I, don't, I try not to do anything unless if I'm going to do it and you're using your hands, I challenge them because you don't need to lift that much. You, you put the kind of handle where you actually challenge your grip at the same time getting the right workout, whether it would be on your bicep, triceps, lats, shoulders, whatever. Cool. So, so you don't have like a like a grip day or anything like that. It's kind of just integrated in. No, 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 hardly ever. I, you may do like a, for fun, do a number of group events, maybe on the weekend or something like. It, which would I, you know, normally in the past, maybe I've done more uh, strongman type events. Mm-hmm. I, I will maybe do more group type events. So you're doing. Um, well, how many days a week do you typically are you in the gym normally? So you're doing grip four or five times a week. So yeah, there's always grip involved. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are there any um, uh, any unique things that you do um, to help your your forearms and, and fingers and everything recover from that much volume? Um, do, you, do you stretch your forearms a lot? Do you uh, use anything like that? Yeah, I I like to st- you know I I, I I like to stretch my fingers. Uh, actually find that with um grip strength and sometimes it depends on what it is but usually um you almost get better like right before you're fatigued like the hands seem to yeah. fire best like once they've been going for a little while uh, yeah 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 you definitely have to have uh, have it warmed up it's a huge difference between being cold and being warm uh, i to tell you that it's a uh, one of the things that you can you can uh, do you should do small increments when you're increasing the weight you shouldn't be doing very heavy big increments but I, I also find and this is something I like in in, in any events but uh, I think grip even more so when you're warming up you don't do a bunch of reps you just do I, I just do singles yeah like for example if I'm doing a rolling thunder which is one arm deadlift I I start with a low weight but it's and, and, uh, for me it would be a very low
Yeah, I have a tendency to do that with with almost all the lifts, uh, really. Um, and uh, grip's no different. I think I, I typically will take more jumps with grip stuff, but I do singles or doubles, but um, I don't make as big a jumps as I would as, like, let's say, a deadlift or something. Yeah. <clears throat> no, the, 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 the other thing about the grip and grip training is about that. You, you know, if you train it all the time, you get start getting endurance, grip endurance and stuff like that. And one of the things that I found that, you know, uh, the big advantage of it, like even in Mars, is that if you're trained like this, I can have on that and, we, you know, you go to the nth degree and you're killed. Both people are killed, but mine come right back. Right. <laughs> and the other guy is dead. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they don't have that kind of grip endurance. <clears throat> yeah, that's for because sure. Because yeah. in Mars is different from other grips, but it's still the same thing. It's you had to have, have, have strength, but you don't have endurance to hold on. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting, you said that um, because yeah, Moss has a very uh, a very unique stress on the hands, and um, you you really wouldn't think that your hands would be that involved because you use the mixed grip, but um, because of the angles and and the the way the game is played, your hands become a pretty big part in the whole thing. Yeah, and um, I think, but, but you don't need to have to be a grip champion to be good at it. I think yeah, yeah, a good, strong deadlift grip is, uh, mm-hmm. is basically what you're looking at. Looking at same kind of thing like yeah, Batty can do a uh, heavy deadlift with a mixed grip and, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, and, uh, and hold it uh, can, uh, can also do well with, uh, with, uh, with the mass grip as long as they have the endurance to recover because that's the biggest problem. You see some of the guys are really strong and even have strong grip. They have a if they have a tough first bout and they and, and even and they win it but they just barely win it and the next day the match they usually gone yeah if the guy has a straight the other guy has a strong grip that's mm. where, where it's usually on the second and third bout is what where, where it really helps to have that uh, endurance yeah I would say I, I love I love I don't know if, it, if endurance is the right name even it's maybe uh, recovery right. being able to you had a work capacity, you can work hard, and you can, uh, yeah, and then you just take a slight little break, and you're able to uh, go again without any problem. But just being trained, I guess, being fit. That's what mm. the, uh, I'm talking about. Yeah, and a, ma- a match doesn't. Well, some of them do, but normally a match doesn't last very long. But the amount of energy output, you, you have to, you it it pays off to have a bit of recovery. Um, in between the rounds, again, it, it, if you were just watching and you didn't know anything about it, you would probably think, "Oh, they only did that for fifteen seconds." But, yeah. but, <laughs> but when you do it, it's one hundred percent effort. So you're like dead afterwards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fifteen, 15 you, 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 you seconds. You never a minute to recover. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. So changing gears back to grip here. Uh, what are your uh, favorite um, grip events or implements? What what's like your your top three favorite? Uh, my favorite is uh, is the double over an axle. Okay, very cool. The lift, that's my favorite lift. <clears throat> I take strength as well as uh, grip, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right now, I'm not very strong, but uh, it's coming back. <laughs> 
Uh, what's your What's your best? I've seen some uh, pretty good ones. Uh, my best is two hundred twenty kilos. That's the best official lift I have, which is four eighty four. Nice. And that's on Apple on. That's right? a very very good lift. That's that's a good lift because that's uh, like there have been very many lifts over that. I think I officially know about one more than that. I only know about like three times three three instances of people lifting more than that uh, officially. Yeah, but there is a few other guys that have done the two twenty. I like Mark Felix and uh, and uh, and uh, Tank uh, Tukolo. They all have done the same. Mm-hmm. Tukolo, I think, is for more uh, on the right day. He hasn't uh, he hasn't done it as far as I know. I I see him in training and stuff like that. But that's that training is a total different thing from doing it in competition. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what what other ones do you like? What other lifts? Um, I just like to, to training in general, but like yeah, competition lifting, arm lifting. I uh, I like the like the, the Saxon bar too. Yeah, which is a pinch grip, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of a plank, steel plank, and you pinch grip. But, and uh, for some reason, I don't like it with one hand. I don't like the one hand lift as much as I like the two hand lift. Yeah. And the funny thing is that I, my right hand is more stronger than the left hand, but still, my uh, just doing one hand lift with my right hand, I don't like that as much. I should I should be doing a relatively better because I have a fairly at least a 10 15 percent difference in strength between the two hands. But uh, I like the two hand lift much better. Oh yeah. And I do much better in the two hand lifts. Well, my rolling thunder, and my best rolling thunder is hundred. It's also officially hundred twenty. I've done more than that in practice, you know, and just a training all type of thing. But uh, hundred twenty kilos or two sixty four is the highest I have officially. Cool, yeah. That uh, that rolling thunder is crazy. You could put a pound on there and it'll stop you. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like uh, it's a little bit of a more weight than it's dead. Yeah, for sure. Um, are there any grip events um, that you're not a big fan of? Uh, I, I hate the grippers. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're great training people, but I, 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 I don't find myself even trying to train with them. I have a couple of grippers sitting right next to me. <laughs> never get to use. I have grippers everywhere. I never use them. I, 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 sort of, I don't know why. I don't know why. I, uh, first time somebody, when they, you know, 20 plus years ago when somebody gave me a number two handed it across the table I could easily close it I'm, I'm no better now <laughs> yeah well, so obviously there's, a, there's a very little that's very little uh, very little carry over to any of the other things because it doesn't use the thumb yeah it's only you know the hand and I think your hand size and how your hand is built makes a difference but that's you know the case in all these events how you built and how your strength is uh, developed uh, makes a big difference. Uh, I, I think I can, I could do okay on that event if I wanted to practice on it, but I, it seems like I am so such a resistant against practicing on it. Yeah, but I actually, think it's a good exercise for people to do. You know, it's a great thing to do, but uh, the carryover is uh, questionable. Yeah, I feel the people do bad numbers. They can easily club crush and get the. Certified on number three, and then it can lift uh, even two hundred pounds on the rolling thunder. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree. So, uh, I, I think um, 
I think it's limited carryover for sure. Um, I think too, um, you know, of all the grip events, I think the gripper requires the most amount of technique. Um, there's definitely a technique to it. Um, and, and Sorry. Oh, it's all good. And, um, yeah, there's definitely a technique to it. And I'm not a huge fan of making a strength thing so technical that that kind of can, you know, sway who wins. Um, but I do like, I'm a huge fan of the silver bullet hold. I do like oh, that. This hole is, is a good event, and we developed that with, with RMI because we try to come up with a way of using the grippers for them, for them to sell grippers, and for us to come up with a way of using the grippers in a competition. Yeah. And, and closing them in a competition. Yeah. It's just, you know, that's the Utah, because it takes you know, trying to see whether it's closed or not. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. So this is one way of doing it. And done properly, I think the competition can be quite exciting. We've gotten to the fact now that we have started doing, you can have shoes, whatever gripper you do, so you can have people choosing a gripper that really barely can do it, so they end up doing just a few seconds, and I don't think that's so exciting. No. So I think what we are, what we have is, what we're going to change, we're changing the rules this year, you're going to be able to do three attempts, whether it should be like a round system, okay. everybody go and pick a gripper, do it, and get a time. Oh, okay. And they can use uh, they use a different gripper or the uh, or the same one. Very cool. See if they can get better time. Yeah. That way it's not so so risk. You know, like you, you miss a little bit, you, you do something wrong and you lose lose it. Or uh, maybe we can get uh, people to do a more realistic uh, size gripper and get a little longer time on it. It's uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's something to be done with that. I think uh, yeah, somebody holding it for two three seconds that's very exciting. Yeah. When they get over. Yeah, that, that's why I'm, I'm a fan of the silver bullet. I think um, it takes less technique than just closing it. It's easier to judge. Yeah. Um, it's definitely more of a crowd pleaser. I mean, you you get you get people closing grippers. The crowd doesn't even know what's going on. I mean, the audience, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, I, I also agree with the training aspect of it. I don't think there's a lot of carryover, and um, uh, I think too if if you really don't know what you're doing. Um, I've, I've read a lot of people that do grippers a lot. They end up uh, injuring their forearms and things because um, they don't know. They yeah. don't know. Well, the it takes a little intense training. It's a, obviously it's a mind, muscle mind uh, situation. Yeah, and I think um, people have a tendency too because they're so portable that it's easy to overdo the grippers because you you'll end up doing yeah. them every day and you yeah. Know, um, you, you can't really do that with an inch dumbbell, you know? <laughs> and it goes both ways. So, sometimes uh, you, you do so much of it, you can't do anything else. And yeah. To me, that's not very interesting. I'm, uh, I, I'm more interested in uh, making my whole body strong. So Yeah, for sure. Uh, it takes a little bit of my... Uh, if I was doing grippers all the time, I'd probably uh, hurt the other lifts in terms of being able to do them. Do them at, at level enough to be strong overall. So, anyway, mm. that's my... Uh, about it, but I, I think that uh, yeah, fun in competition. So, so have you ever gotten anyway. 
into some of the uh, the more obscure um, grip stuff, like one finger lifts or two finger lifts or any of that sort of thing? No, but we have some of this stuff, uh, and we incorporate some of the fun competition in the in the training hall. Uh, we have a little one where you get to, uh, between two fingers, and uh, and I think uh, Ricardo had brought down the, the pinch, uh, like a penny pinch or something yeah. like that. It was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I mean, uh, it was a total different uh, different thing. I, I, I. I all of these things are just fun. You can do, uh, uh, you know, one finger lift and stuff like that. Is all more of the more I think is about pain. Yeah. In most cases, because if you use a ring and stuff like that, it's usually more of a pain thing. Just like lifting the dinny stones. The dinny stones aren't that difficult to lift, other than the fact that the ring is hurting your hurting your hands yeah. tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, particularly if you have big hands, it's very hard. Yeah, I think that's one of the. Um, <laughs> One of the unspoken tests in uh, strongman is um, pain tolerance. People don't talk yeah. about it, but there there's definitely a lot of events where where your pain tolerance plays a decent role. You know. Yeah. Well, they uh, sometimes do the deadlift hold with straps, and that's just a total pain tolerance uh, test. It's nothing to do with anything to do with grip strength anyway, but it has to do with pain tolerance and Obviously, it's some some body strength, but yeah. typically uh, everybody is strong enough to hold it. It's just a matter of whether you you going to buckle down to the pain. <laughs> yeah, who's who's willing to suffer? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's for sure. Um, so you mentioned earlier you did some uh, some steel bending at one point. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Did some what? You steel bending, bending uh, steel. You, you yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to go go to the hardware store and buy little uh, steels and uh, learning how to bend steel. Mm. So uh, uh, I just got them cut up in small pieces and uh, yeah, I did a lot, a lot of that when I was growing up. So I, I actually was quite good, was good enough at it that when it was challenged at one point uh, by one guy that uh, was traveling around as world's strongest man, and uh, he was. Uh, he was, uh, you know, challenging the audience and stuff like that. And of course, nobody can uh, touch this stuff like that. And then he, he, he called me out. And I, uh, you know, I, I, he didn't know that I knew how to do this thing. He just <laughs> knew I was strong. And I had just won Mr. Norway. So he thought that was going to be a great thing to show that I, I couldn't do it. And I just bent it like this and gave it back to him until he put it back out. But the audience went crazy. It's <laughs> the last time I talked to him, unfortunately. He's a good guy, but... <laughs> well, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, have you ever done any of the uh, like the the Iron Mind Red Nail or anything like that? No, no, no. No. Like I said, it was something I did when I was a young teenager. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's it's actually um, growing in popularity right now. Uh, Don Cummings in. Uh, Michigan, he just held the steel bending championships and stuff, and there was there was about no, no, it's fun to do uh, for people who want to do it. I, it wouldn't be something for me particularly because, like I said, I'm more interested in being strong in my whole body and you know specializing on my hands. It's not something what I'm uh, doing. That's why we're calling it arm lifting. What we're doing, we're lifting. The only event that's not a lift is basically the uh, the silver bullet. Other mm-hmm. than that, all of our lifts and their full lift, deadlift. 
all archives. None of these uh, lift six inches, lift four inches, lift 13 <laughs> right. inches. All of them are full, full, full mm -hmm. deadlifts. So that's why I call arm lifting versus maybe grip sport is a little different thing, or yeah. bending sports and stuff like that. So. Yeah, to promote um, yeah. full body strength with the hand. Yeah, that's. I think that's important, and um, <clears throat> I think it's it's even more important because for a while in strongman, uh, it seems like grip kind of got put on the back burner, and uh, you know, it, you know, yeah, I, I, I really hate the way it's gone to everything is the straps and all the stuff like that. Luckily, a couple of years ago, we started getting the change at Arnold's to stop having the straps on the. Well, like a carry and stuff like that. That just was stupid. It was so it got so heavy. Uh, nothing test tasted. They tested the grip, but the, but like the the carry on the timber carry up the hill was like uh, it was killer. You know, just training for it with eleven hundred pounds and stuff like that. It's just crazy. Yeah. So having it, you know, it's still eight hundred eighty nine hundred pounds is still very heavy. But it, you only can lift as much as your grip can hold. So. If you you know strong enough, you know strong enough. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 uh, yeah, I hate to see this all the straps. I can see using straps on deadlift or getting the deadlift up that high, but I, I would like to see even even a deadlift that there would be uh, without without straps. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think. Um, yeah, it seems really, seems really strong. Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold on to the weight. Yeah, well, it seems like um, grip is, in some circles anyway, is starting to make a comeback in, into Strongman. Um, you know, I think I think there's two groups going in two different directions, but uh, hopefully we'll see a resurgence of that and less straps and uh, and, and maybe more just, just uh, actual grip-oriented events. Because I, I don't remember the last time there was a – a really crazy, you know, pretty grip intensive event at any of the big, the big shows. So I'd like to see that make a comeback. Yeah. Uh, we, we will definitely, uh, my, my, uh, my competition will always have uh, some type of grip, uh, yeah. grip challenge in it, within it. So, but I'm not putting on that many events. I, I, now I'm doing for strongman, I'm doing the team competition in July. I'm going to do an amateur competition kind of the intro, intro level one in uh, early December and then we're doing the doing the higher level platinum plus in uh, in uh, in January at, in LA which used to be pro-am or pro and pro-am but uh, we don't have the funding for the for the pro so we're doing a big uh, platinum plus but if you like to have grip, grip as part of a uh, multitude of grip mars and all kinds of uh, fun events in in a, in a strongman competition. That's the one you had to come out for. Oh yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. What's that in January? Yeah, January. Last weekend of January, like twenty around the twenty seventh, I think. And uh, what's what's the name of that one? That's the uh, uh, all all American strongman. Okay. Cool. The yeah. Hogan, uh, all American strongman well, I'll challenge. Be, I'll be looking that up as soon as we're done. <laughs> so, yeah, you better uh, look at the, what we, we, you can look at. I haven't announced the new one, but 
you know, look at like last year's competition, the idea was they're going to do they're going to be all that, that different from this past year. Very cool. And Larry, Larry, Larry Wheels came out and competed, and he got he he, he won the two he won the three hundred pound class. You know, he got three heavyweight classes. He won the three hundred class and got second overall in the heavyweight to uh, to uh, Jose Abias. But uh, Larry Mills is really really strong. He yeah. that was his first strongman competition. And look out, he's going to. Yeah, I uh, I actually I seen um, he did a a video series on that uh, competition, and um, I seen how uh, how he did. He, he's he's really strong. He he did surprisingly well at the Moss Wrestling too. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yes, fantastic grip, great grip, and he's agile. Yeah, he definitely uh, definitely uh, with more practice, he'll be very good. Yeah, you need to recruit him for the team. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. People love him. Yeah. <clears throat> and well, we're, yeah. we're. He's a good guy. He deserves it. He's a good, really good guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we're about out of time. Um, do you have any uh, closing words for people that want to get into moss wrestling or um, arm lifting? Well, uh, just check us out on uh, Moss Wrestling USA or Arm Lifting USA and on Facebook and uh, follow us and. Uh, Yeah, for sure. And we, we have a um, Moss tournament uh, with arm lifting coming up in September here in Morgantown. That's right. That's right. Um, so, uh, and, uh, and who's the next one coming up for now? I don't know. Uh, uh, is, uh, we have the North American coming up in, uh, in uh, Atlanta, Georgia on uh, June, June 8th. Yeah. So if somebody wants it on the East Coast, it's easy to come to Georgia. Once this goes up, we'll put a link out for that and um, direct people uh, to that. Um, but yeah, we're, we're about out of time. Uh, I want to thank you very much for uh, taking the time out of your day and hanging out with us here and and, uh, and, and talking to us. Um, hope to have you back on here in the future. Okay. And, uh, Thanks just, a lot, too. Uh, thank you very much. Yeah. John the Viking Mauser with Ode Haugen, Get Strong or Die.